Welcome to this episode of The Golden Gang, a podcast that introduces you to the inside of our senior living community through the eyes of professionals that are here every day. Through their stories and personal experiences, you will hear the passion and commitment of those providing services to our most treasured population, the residents of Arbor Terrace Sexton. My name is Chuck Nichols. I'm your host, as well as the engagement director at Arbor Terrace in Exton, Pennsylvania. This episode, you will meet Jen Lasowski. She's the director of lay ministries for Hopewell United Methodist Church in Coatesville. And you'll meet Ellie, one of our newer residents. Jen has been a driving force in developing a partnership with Arbor Terrace Exton ever since we've opened. And uh, the community projects and initiatives that we've been able to do together has just been tremendous. So sit back, listen, enjoy meeting Jen and my conversation with Ellie. Okay, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this episode of The Golden Gang. Our guest today is Jen Lasowski, um, Director of Lay Ministries for Hopewell United Methodist Church. Jen, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Um, so first of all, let's discuss what actual the Director of Lay Ministries is as opposed to Directory of, what it would be, clerical. Clerical? No, that's not the right word. Yes, it's Go a ahead. great question. So um, lay ministry really is differentiated from clergy. So um, it mm -hmm. encompasses the whole church. Um, and so a lot of what I do is um, involving people in um, work in the church and in the community as well. So finding places for people to connect with each other, to connect with God, um, to serve in the community, um, that is a passion of mine. Mm -hmm. um, and so a lot of the big programs that we're doing, a lot of our community outreach that the church is doing, um, I'm involved in, in all of that. Very good. And you told me this morning you have a added position on that? There wasn't enough to do it for first one. I so do. You got to, go ahead. <laughs> so why don't you talk a little bit about that because that's really exciting. Too. Yes, it's very exciting. So um, back in 2017, um, Hopewell purchased a building in the borough of Downingtown. It's, um, it was a funeral home previously and um, it was up for sale. So we purchased it, renovated it, and it's now a community center, um, which yeah. houses an after-school program for students um, K through eighth grade. Um, there's also recovery ministries there. There's, um, a, we have some transitional housing apartments mm -hmm. um, and it's a wonderful place for the community. Um, and so we purchased that building, um, renovated it, and then created these opportunities to connect with um, the community. And so okay. starting in January, um, I accepted the position of executive director of that Okay. Um, program. We have a lot of staff that run the programs there, but um, I'm just overseeing mm -hmm. uh, what happens in that building, connect it back to the church, um, and find places for the, the church community to be connected um, at the well. So how long have you been with Hopewell? I actually grew up in the congregation, okay, so I've been there a long time. <laughs> um, and um, in college, I joined the staff as an intern. Um, so I was 19 when I um, started working there. Um, I was working with teenagers when I first started working um, at the church and have had a lot of different jobs there, which has been fun. I like change. I like trying new things, learning new skills. 
Um, and so I've had a lot of opportunity to do that there, and I really appreciate that. Um, after college, I moved to South Africa um, as a missionary there. That might be one of your questions. My goodness. I don't want to yeah, get ahead I, of you. You know what? Mind. I'm glad you said it because I didn't have it in my notes here, and that's like such a huge thing I want you to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we had, um, the congregation had a connection with um, some organizations in South Africa through um, our pastor at the time. He's no longer at the church. Um, and uh, and so I had the opportunity to travel there in, um, in college and just fell in love with the people and the communities that I experienced there and really felt God um, nudging me to go back and spend some more time there. And so after I graduated college, um, the church was willing to um, sponsor me to spend six months there um, and host a few teams from the church, went over and they built, they did some building and they did some relationship building. We worked with a couple of the organizations um, there in South Africa. And so um, it was an incredible experience that after six months, I knew my time was not finished and um, I ended up spending four years um, living there. So have some really deep relationships and it was really transformative for me yeah. um, as a person. But I think the connection with our South Africa partners mm -hmm. really changed the church as well. We've um, sent probably over a hundred people from the congregation to South Africa. And so they've had a chance to interact right. with a different culture and a different country and learn from people who um, have been through a lot of hard things. Um, a lot of the people that I worked with, um, if they were older, had experienced apartheid, which if you know any part of the South Africa history is, um, is a really hard part of their history. Yeah. Um, and so they had some incredible stories to tell about what it means to forgive and, um, you know, come together as a country now. They're um, now a democracy, um, yeah. what it was like to move through that experience as a country so you know sometimes we think we have it bad here <laughs> and that just kind of puts it into perspective you know your your entire form of life and government isn't mm -hmm. changing here mm -hmm. um, so is that where the mosaic program came from yes yes so mosaic is an organization in South Africa they started mm -hmm. um, right after I moved there actually okay. I met the um, I met a young couple that were, they were just graduating college as well. They had a dream for their community. Mm -hmm. um, they wanted to make a difference, um, which I think probably all of us would say, we want to make a difference. And that looks different for all of us. And for them, that looked like um, impacting right. the community where they were living in, especially, but the whole of South Africa has um, a very high rate of, um, well, at the time, a lot of um, parents of children were dying mm -hmm. or um, were ill or leaving the family. And so it left uh, a massive um, orphan crisis, a lot okay. of children without families or parents to take care of them. And so um, they saw this huge need and wanted to do something about it. And so started um, an organization to care for families that were taking in children off of the streets, but didn't necessarily have... Yeah. electricity or running water or they were living in shacks and so they were providing housing um, now it's an incredible organization with yeah. over three different sites throughout the 
um, the country. So yeah, Sherry came in and showed a video of these oh, uh, wonderful ladies that mm -hmm. are there. And I think what's um, I, I think what your people can testify to the legacy that it leaves on. Mm -hmm. Some of those ladies are now picking up the torch, mm -hmm. and they're moving on, and they're carrying on the work that you your folks have started. So it's uh, you know just keep giving, right? Yes, it's gonna come. It's gonna happen. Yes. So obviously, your faith has guided you um, your your entire life. It seems. Mm -hmm. Where does that come from? So I was raised um, in a, a family that really valued faith. Um, that was important to my parents, to my grandparents, to my extended family. Um, and so definitely a lot of that is learned from them, um, watching their example and um, valuing the things that they value. And all of us at some point make the decision to choose something for ourselves and not just because our parents or our family, um, you know, chose that for mm -hmm. us. So, um, definitely that foundation though was really important to me. And one person in particular in my family that has had an impact on me and even more so now. So she, um, was my aunt and she died when I was 12. And so in some ways she has still a great impact on me, even though she's no longer living. Um, so she was a sister in a Catholic, in the Catholic church. Um, and something I learned about her as I was much older after mm -hmm. she um, passed away from cancer, um, was the value of being with people. Um, and her phrasing of that, and it's something that people talk about a lot in the church is, um, the presence of Christ, being the presence of Christ with someone. Mm -hmm. If we think about Jesus um, and who he was, he valued people so much, saw the worth and value in people, the um, dignity of every person. And so, you know, what does it look like for me to show up with someone and listen to them and care for them in a way that values and um, shows that mm -hmm. same worth that Jesus would do? So. Um, that's something that I learned about her later in life and thought, that's, that's who I want to be. Okay. Um, that's really powerful to me. So um, that's something that's shaped my ministry for sure. And I think from what I see of uh, the work that we are fortunate enough to do, and that comes through on everything, um, you know, we've, we've been able to, for those residents that wish to have that type of experience while they're here, um, it's difficult to go out and do it, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, Sherry has done a, a nice job with um, the, the summer camp atmosphere type uh, Bible study, and we're continuing that again in the fall. So it's been uh, from one little seed that you called me, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, early on. Mm -hmm. um, what are other, some, some other outreaches that you've uh, done community-wise similar to what you've done with us? So something that I really value is mm -hmm. the community partnerships. And, um, you know, I think what you're saying is, um, is so important. The idea of organizations connecting together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, when I think of myself, I think of myself as a connector, right. someone who's connecting people and then connecting organizations together. And we're always stronger when we're working together, not by ourselves. And so um, the idea of a church just doing their own thing to me, that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. We should be in the community 
And that's something that I love about Arbor Terrace, and that was something that you guys communicated pretty early on, was that you wanted to be in the community yeah. too. And so I think it just made sense to me, hey, let's you know have this relationship where we're working together. Um, but I see that everywhere too, with schools okay. um, and with businesses in our community. So we have some great relationships um, out beyond yeah. the church as well, um, which is really exciting to well, see. Well, it's funny so, you recognize our new employees here today. Yes, <laughs> Why yeah. don't you explain what that is, too, yes. because we, we this is our first day. So you've been working with this group for a while. Several years. Yeah. Um, the CCIU Discover Program. Yeah. Um, now you're putting on me on the spot, and I can't remember when we started that, but I it was before COVID, the COVID okay. pandemic. Um, we had this relationship starting with the CCIU mm -hmm. and the opportunity to invite students from the Discover program um, to the church. And yeah. we always have a lot going on at the church. Um, so the idea of um, having support yeah. with some of those tasks, but also the idea of empowering students to learn yeah. skills and be able to um, practice them with us. Uh, we love the students that come in, mm -hmm. um, always have a great time. Uh, learning their unique yeah. um, skills and personalities, so that's been a joy to have, um, and uh, I hope the same. We're really you. looking forward to having yeah. you two around. We really, oh my pleasure. <laughs> Megan here, her grandmother lives here, and there's oh, her brother standing crazy. outside the doorway there. <laughs> he works here, so this has become a family affair for it. So, that's uh, how did you find us? We weren't even open yet. So, you're giving me the credit, but I think. I think it was someone from Arbor Terrace early on, before okay. you were open, reached out to us okay. saying, we're coming to the community. We haven't mm -hmm. opened yet to residents, but yeah. we're going to be. We're just trying to make some connections. And um, and I said, yes, we would, lo <laughs> we would love that. And that might have been me, but I had so much other stuff I don't remember. And then COVID, yeah. ha I think it was right before COVID. And then um, we th actually, maybe it was like February or March. Yeah, we actually opened in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. So I think this conversation happened maybe right before the pandemic yeah. started and then that kind of delayed okay. some of our plans yeah. and ideas, yeah. but we continued the conversation with with all of you yeah. and um something that stands out to me that was really remarkable mm -hmm. was um I think this was 2021. Okay. Um we were we moved our worship services to our amphitheater, which mm -hmm. is an outdoor space. Um, it seats 900 people. It was really helpful during the pandemic mm -hmm. so people could be outside and safely distance yeah. and still have worship. And some of your staff brought roses over on Mother's Day yeah. for yeah. all of the women, which was yeah. such a gift mm -hmm. um, to be able to say, here's Arbor Terrace, one right. of our partners, and yeah. they're giving a gift today. Um, so that was a, one of our early partnerships. Early um, I, did, I remember, I, I don't remember the initial call. I think it might have been coming from the administrators who were here at the time. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I remember you calling mm -hmm. and saying, you know, this is who I am and we want to start all of this. You start rattling off all this stuff. <laughs> and I said, we, I, I don't have anybody here yet. <laughs> yeah, no. But I think it's a great plan. And, and just seeing it come to fruition mm -hmm. with all the stuff we have gotten together on, mm -hmm. it's just tremendous. We've had worship here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Good Friday, maybe th at least three years yeah. now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ash Wednesday, some of those right. bigger holidays, and then um, 
now we got a monthly really celebrate worship. Sherry. Yeah. yeah, Sherry Kentner is one of our um, mm -hmm. members who's been really stepping up to lead the monthly visits and activities And the, kid, the young ones come in once a month on Sundays. Yes. And Right they in the love, day. The kids <laughs> love being here. Well, I, I sure. knew we were into something special when um, I saw a young girl. I'm usually not here on the weekend, so I don't know everybody by face. And um, I saw a young girl with her mom come, and she just had a greeting card that she had made for one of the residents. So there's relationships being built yes. there. It was Linda over there. She's <laughs> being humble. But I thought that that was, a, that was really a special for me to see that, that, that kind of connection being made. Um, as well as with your youth group who came over um, and helped us with the longest day yes. work in, uh, I guess that's in June, right? Mm -hmm. The Alzheimer's research uh, fundraiser. Yes, that was an incredible think. experience for them too. Yeah. To learn from all of you, the work that you do and right. some of the challenge around Alzheimer's. Well, I think one of the most exciting things from that event, we did our walk around the building. Um, and your kids were with that. And one of our residents was having a difficult time mm. reaching the finish line. So I just said, hey, this guy, his name's Jack. Let's get him going, right? And we all stood there and said, come on, Jack, come on, Jack, come <laughs> on, Jack. And I could just see the determination on his face when he came in and crossed the finish line. Um, and then he sat and talked. I mean, your kids sat and talked with him a little bit mm -hmm. and got to know him some. And it was just great. And then they sang their worship songs uh, to close the night. It was just really, really a great day that we had. I and feel that, like that's where change and transformation happens, right? Yeah. Is when we can engage with people, right. hear each other's stories. Yeah. And sometimes we're, I'll just say this for myself too, mm -hmm. we're afraid of people that we don't know mm -hmm. or stories that sure. we don't know because we haven't met someone yet. But when you sit down and talk with someone, we realize we're very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, have a lot of the same worries and joys and mm -hmm. experiences. Um, yeah. so and then, of beautiful. course, our most recent partnership was with the um, food drive. Yes. Yeah, I really celebrate that. So we um, started probably in 20, I think this is 2021, mm -hmm. started the um, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, weekend of service. Um, and this this was now our, I guess, third year of doing that. Yeah. Um, and just had a really um, wonderful participation from the church each year, wanting to be in the community serving. Mm -hmm. um, and so this year um, we offered a community food drive with the Chester County Food Bank, which right. does incredible work in the community. Um, and we're so gl uh, grateful for um, Arbor Terrace participating in that. And together, because like I was saying earlier, we can do so much more together. Yeah. Um, because of that partnership, we were able to deliver to the food bank 3,336 pounds of food, which wow. is incredible. That's amazing. Give a clap, yeah. clap for so that that's for great. sure. Yeah. 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 So I know that we had the um, collection boxes out there and we... Well, we, we put out a like a voice text for the families and residents and such that, you know, we have this going on and then mm -hmm. a couple of flyers. I think two days later, one of the boxes was filled up. You know, <laughs> I mean, people are just ready to give. And it's a it's vulnerable great. time after the holidays because mm -hmm. all the push goes for the Thanksgiving and the Christmas it does. time. Yeah. Um, leaving the cupboards bare, you know. Exactly. So I think there's, the timing is so opportune for that. Mm -hmm. So, But I'm certainly looking forward to more and more things down the road. Yes, um, you know, you're, you got a very creative mind and uh, we just love, we just appreciate you guys so much. 
everything you do for us. And uh, I want to thank you for braving the cold weather this morning. Absolutely. And coming out here. And uh, Jen, I just hope this goes on and on forever and ever and ever because it's just such a great addition to our community. We do too. So do too. thank you, thank so, you much so much for coming in. We appreciate your time, everybody. How nice was it to meet Jen, huh? Thank you so much for having me. All right. Such All a joy. Right. Thank you, Jen. And I will be giving some information on Hopewell United Methodist Church as uh, the, at the end of the podcast. For now, um, our senior moment for this podcast, we introduce you to Ellie. She's a newer resident with us at Arbor Terrace Sexton. So she's just feeling her way out a bit and starting to meet people. Um, but she's very interesting, uh, being born in Panama and coming to America, living a life of service and raising her family. So enjoy. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Hello, Ellie. How are you Hello. today? And I want to first thank you for welcoming me into your apartment here so we thank can have you. a little bit of a chat. Um, you are one of our newer residents. I think you've been here about eight weeks now. Is that right? A little mm -hmm. less? Four. Four? Maybe. Four yeah. weeks. Okay. Good. Are you comfortable? Yes. You sleep well at night? Yes, I do. Good, good, good. I know it's a big transition it for... Is. Uh, for you folks, but um, you kind of seem to be that you're getting comfortable and such, so that's yes. always nice to see. Of course, you have your little friend with you. Mr. Shabba. Shabba. Now, our driver, Cassandra, told me that he's named after a Shabba musician. Shabba Rex. Shabba Rex. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jamaican who's Shabba Rex? He's from Jamaica. He's a Calypso singer. Is he? Yeah, he's uh, very popular. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. So, he's, he's looking right at me now. Uh, yes. So... Um, but you were born in? Panama. Panama, yeah. So um, you were there for most of your, up until you were what, 17? 18. 18. Yeah. So what was it like growing up in Panama? Well, I guess it's, well, I have children here, mm -hmm. so I think it's the same. You know, the my same? mom yeah. worked. Okay. I'm the oldest of 10. Mm -hmm. And so after... My dad and mom separated. I oh. was like the person that took care of my sisters and brothers. So, oh, okay. Yeah. It's nice. Uh, so you yeah. had a little on-the-job training before you had your own kids. Yeah. yeah. And it's nice when you come from a big family because yeah. we're really close still, you know. Were you, um, were you anywhere near the canal? Is that a part no, of your No, I was <laughs> in the city. Oh, okay. In my city, yeah. All right. The, the canal the is usually... Mostly American people that come to work or mm -hmm. soldiers that are training in the army. And okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned you're one of 10? Yes, brothers? I'm the oldest. Wow. And are there any that are they still in Panama? Or are they spread out a bit? Well, I have uh, a brother in California, mm -hmm. uh, one, two, three other sisters here in Pennsylvania, close to where I was living in Coatesville. Okay. One living next, and, mm -hmm. uh, and so we're all over. Yeah, yeah, really. yeah, you kind of all found your way up Florida, here. yes. All right, very good. But, and you met your husband? In Panama, in yes. In Panama. It's funny uh, because I had an uncle that worked for the American government. Mm -hmm. And my husband, when I met him, he was 22, I was 17, I guess. And it was his first time abroad, so my uncle brought him to the house for Christmas. Okay. And that's how we met. Oh. Yeah. So, and then from there on in? We got married like got married. maybe six months after. Okay. Yeah, because he was getting ready to come back come to the back United to States. Yeah. 
What, you had mentioned soldiers training. Is that what he was doing? No, he about? was stationed there. He was stationed yeah. there. What was he doing? Uh, I can't remember yeah. exactly what his job was there, okay. but he was there for three years, I think, three okay. or four years. Yes, before I met him. I met him the last year. <clears throat> oh, all right. Yeah. <clears throat> so were you the first of your siblings to move up here? Yes, actually. Yeah. And you ended up, where did you end up settling? He was from Westchester. Okay. Yes, Pennsylvania. And so I came the, in 1965. Mm -hmm. He came the end of 64. Okay. So, but we were married in Panama, and then he came, and then I came after him. Yeah. Okay. So you had a little bit of a span there where you had to... Yes, a couple off. months, yeah. How did that go over with mom and dad when you were moving up here? Well, with my mom, because my dad and mom separated. Okay, but, you're right. Uh, yeah, she liked she him. She was okay. She liked him. <laughs> that was a big part. He must have been a charmer. Yeah. <laughs> We're still friends, really. Yeah. That's very good. And um, I met your sons. Yes, I have two sons, okay. Keith and David. Tell me about them. My oldest son lives in Florida. Mm -hmm. He works for the airline uh, Spirit. Mm -hmm. Travel back and forth all over the place. My youngest son is an analyst, and he works in Philadelphia. So, yeah. yeah. I think I met both of them, but David is the one that I... David is the youngest, and yeah. he's the one that lives in Philadelphia, so he's the one that made all the transactions yeah. and stuff for me. Um, so you weren't just a housewife and a mom raising children. You were actually a professional Yeah, woman. I went to college here. Mm -hmm. I graduated from Widener University, but I started working as a paralegal for Legal Aid of Chester County, mm -hmm in 1973, and I worked there 40-something years. I retired early this, uh, four years ago, yeah. And they're still in existence doing oh, good yes. work, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So why don't you tell me a little bit about what, you, what they what were all about and what you were doing? Well, it's a nonprofit mm -hmm. for people that have low income. And since I'm bilingual, okay. I was a translator for most the people that spoke Spanish. Mm -hmm. And as a paralegal, I did a lot of administrative work. I represented people in social security cases, any housing, public assistance, and a benefit program, government program. That was my expertise. Mm -hmm. And I did it for 43 years. That's a long time. That, yeah. They, uh, they must have thrown you a great party. When I love that job. <laughs> I love my friends. I work yeah. with very great, great attorneys. Well, very dedicated, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, they'd have to be. They all were, and still are, are, actually. Excuse yeah. me? I said they still are. They still, still are, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> did you speak English when you grew up or when you yes. came here? You were, they yeah. taught you English in school? Well, no, I learned English because most of my family, my grandparents were Jamaicans. Oh, okay. Panama has an influx of people from the Caribbean, mm -hmm. so, you know. It sounds like it's a pretty good melting pot. It is, there. There's, actually. You have the really. Americans, and you have the islands, and you have the Spanish influence. Yes, yes, yes. So Spanish is my first language, mm -hmm. but I spoke English because of the fact that my mom and her sisters and my grandmom, you know, it's a mixture, you know. Yeah, yeah. Do you, um, now I know that you like Spanish food, because we talked about that. Have you, are, do, are you a cook? Are you, do you, I cook for myself now, Yeah. but I I, I like both American yeah. and, and okay. Panamanian food. Yeah, what's your favorite? Uh, in pa in the Panamanian food, I like arroz con pollo, which is rice and chicken. Okay. 
steaks, you know. Mm -hmm. And then in, with Americans, you know, everybody likes steak and potatoes. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> I almost translated that when you said arroz. Con pollo. Con pollo. I, I started to think in my head what that might be. Pollo, chicken. Yeah, chicken, chicken's easy, yeah. yeah. That's the big thing, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you have other hobbies that um, hopefully we'll start seeing you come out. We have our knitting group. Yeah, I, like I crochet. Crocheting, yeah. I can't, the reason I don't knit is because I'm left-handed. And my mom, she used both hands, so she taught me to crochet. That's the only way I could do it because left-handed, you know, everybody's not left-handed. So. Yeah, yeah. I know my dad's left-handed, and oh, it's yeah. just kind of funny trying to watch him exactly. write some things <laughs> down. And, you know, even picking up a hammer, it just looks a little different. It's different, you know? yes, yes, It looks yes. a little different. So, great. But I love it. As you can see, I have my whole bag of yarn right here. So I start project. Everybody in my neighborhood have a blanket. They have blankets and scarves in your yeah. family. Yeah, yeah. They'll treasure them forever. Yeah, yeah. Because I have a, um, I have a blanket my grandmother made. Oh, see. You know, and it, yeah. yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's just wrapped around you. And uh, when you sit like I'm sitting now, mm -hmm. that's a good thing to do. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. It's productive. Yeah, productive. but I work as a paralegal for mm. most of my work in yeah. life. Yeah. I imagine that's a lot of hours. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you have to do research right. and you have to help write briefs and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So yeah. So and that's what you studied in Widener? Is that yes. what you went for? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a busy. I'm trying to think what uh, because I don't remember what year I, I graduated, but I started working <laughs> for Legal Aid of Chester County mm -hmm. yeah. before I went back to school. Before you went yeah. to school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I remember um, you know, anytime someone mentions Widener University, I think of the Eagles having their training, training camp there camp, yeah. in the summertime, was and that goes nice, back a long, way. Yes, long yes, way. Yes, I remember. Yeah, because yeah. my my dad brought me there a couple times, and um, yeah, I can remember it, but it was a while ago that they yeah. did it. Yeah. yeah. So, but you turns out that you're a pretty big American football fan. Oh, yes, I love football. <laughs> How did you get interested in that? Well, you know, I have two sons. Okay. So, yeah. you know, yeah. they like football. So mm -hmm. we will sit down and watch football together. Yeah. And now they're not even interested, but I still you're, love it. Yeah. I love my Eagles. You love know. the Eagles. I am always fighting with them. They don't know it <laughs> yet, but I... <laughs> you're yelling at the TV set yes. like the rest of us are? There was yes. a lot of that this year. Yeah. I love sports anyway. Mm -hmm. I like basketball, basketball too. So yeah, yeah. So Joel Embiid from the yes. Sixers. Yeah, he's Jamaican, right? He is. I don't know where he's from. I don't, no. I'm not sure, but I know his parents are foreigners also. Right. Yeah. 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 So, well, it's interesting. And so I, I always, uh, I'm fascinated because it, it, the Panamanians and the South Americans, it's soccer, soccer, soccer. Yes. What we call and very few transition to the American football. Football, absolutely. Yeah. Panama is all about soccer yeah. too, yes. Yes, yes. How about that? So did you play? No. No. <laughs> but I love it. I love all sports. You I'm love a sport. Sports? It's funny because I don't think my sons are interested in sports as I am. I just right? love sport. Yeah. Maybe because I love it so much. Yeah. What about your husband? Is he interested? Well, when I was, I, I, I got divorced, but when mm -hmm. I was married, my husband loved football. He played football too in school. Okay. He went to Anderson. He's from Chester County too, so. They had pretty strong football programs yeah. back in the day. Yeah, uh, back in the day, so he yeah, played in yeah. high school, so. How about that? 
Yeah. I got interested in American football, mm -hmm. and I love it, you know, <laughs> still today. Seeing those big guys hit on one another, yeah. right? So. He was a big guy, my husband. Yeah. Yeah. He's still uh, alive, actually. Mm -hmm. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. So um, we get, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, we get um, forms, we call them resident profiles. And mm -hmm. when your families are putting everything together, yeah. we ask them to fill out a profile so we know a little bit about you. And I'm going to tell you that you are the first resident that I know of that showed an interest in hip-hop music. Ah. <laughs> so, okay, I get so, it. Now, I, <clears throat> I, I, I like it to the extent that I know a few of the old ones yes. um, that go way back. Well, I don't have way, way back, but... Um, do you have any favorites? Anybody come to well, mind? Well, yes, I, I'm like you. I, yeah. The way back, I like yeah. Marvin Gaye. Oh, okay. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. The R&B guys. The, yep. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Love it, love it, love mm -hmm. it. Yeah, Teddy Prendergast. Pre yes. I, yeah, there's a, there's a whole bunch that came right in, out of the Philadelphia yeah. area there that uh, that are still very I special. I just love any kind of music, yeah. Spanish yeah. music. Mm -hmm. it, it just, I'm just, yeah. you know, that's what I used to do on Saturdays when I was off. I'm going to clean the house, so the house is full of music. Full of music? Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way to get through it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And Shabba Rex. Shabba Rex. Rex. Yeah. Shabba Rex. Yeah. I name him after that Jamaican guy that yeah. sings, is a uh, singer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's, he's a beautiful pooch you have there. Yeah. He's a good it. guy, too. Yeah, exactly. So, um, <clears throat> I don't you, think he thinks he's little, by the way. He doesn't. He doesn't. I can tell you that because, uh, well, our dogs met. I have a dog that I have in here every day, and uh, they met around after outside. Yeah. They sniffed around a little bit, and then he, he let them know that he's boss. Yeah, he thinks he is. <laughs> yeah. so, but, um, so I have a, um, I, I just want to thank you so much for just coming in and being such a wonderful resident so thank far. Thank you. Yeah, we've, we've really enjoyed having you. I like um, it here. Good, it's good. I'm good. very glad to hear that. And um, your, fa your sons are wonderful people. Thank you. So we, uh, they're, all, they're, they're part of our family just like you are. <laughs> so thank you so much. Um, and, uh, you know, we look forward to seeing you being a great member of our community here. Thank you. All right. Yes. I'm just getting my way through, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it sounds like you're... The most important thing for us is that you're comfortable, you're, you're yeah, you know, you're here, you, you have your routine, you have your things here, which is really nice, and, um, you know, and now we hope that you can make some friends and associations, yeah. and I, make I know you easy. will, I know you do, I know you do, yeah. so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see that. Part of my job, when I was working, <laughs> I had to be, you Yeah, know, that's yeah. right, yeah. yeah. You meet yeah. people and you listen to them, good listening. Listen to their stories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, all right. So thank you so, so much nice again. Meeting yeah, nice meeting you. Yeah, nice meeting you too. I really appreciate you. Thank you, Jen, and thank you, Ellie. If you are interested in knowing more about Hopewell United Methodist Church and all of the wonderful uh, activities they perform in the community, just go to their website, hopewellumc.org. And thank you, Ellie. Um, she had talked about her. 40-some years in Chester County Legal Services. So if you or anybody you know uh, would have any interest in accessing services, um, working for the county legal services, just go to their website at chesco.org.
and follow the links to legal services. Thanks again, folks, and thanks for listening as we look forward to our next episode of The Golden Gang. The Arbor Company has over 40 senior living communities in 11 states along the East Coast and Midwest, offering lifestyles in independent living, assisted living, bridges, and memory care. If you or anyone you know is interested in finding an Arbor community near you, please visit our website at www.arborcompany.com. If you are in the Exton area and wish to visit our community, please call us at 484-249-2055 and ask for a tour.